Looking to learn life lessons without going through the experience? You've come to the right place. Welcome to Hidden Struggles with your host, Lady C. Okay, so in my last video, I talked about why I don't tell people I'm an ex-Jehovah's Witness. And in this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I was treated after people discovered that I am an ex-Jehovah's Witness. So as my friends begin to share their information about me and my affiliation with Jehovah's Witnesses, I began to get some feedback. Got a phone call. Individuals talking about how they have a lot of friends. Now, this person was not a witness, but they have quite a few friends. And as she stated, they were good friends. And so in her mind, it's like, what did you do wrong? Because while she's talking to her so-called good Jehovah's Witness friends, they're probably telling her that I got disfellowshipped. I did something bad. And that's why I am no longer one of Jehovah's Witnesses. This is probably the conversation that's going on with her and her good Jehovah's Witness friends. They're letting her know that I'm a bad person. But this individual doesn't know anything about the inner workings of Jehovah's Witnesses and how they view people who used to be a witness. But I will tell you this. Most Jehovah's Witnesses believe that when you're no longer one of Jehovah's Witnesses, that means that you did something wrong. Well, with the advent of the Internet, they don't realize that a lot of people were letting their fingers go to search engines, pulling up information about Jehovah's Witnesses and getting the skinny about, hey, this ain't the truth. Hey, did you check on this? Did you critical think that? Did you do this? Did you fact check? Blah, 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 whatever. Right. OK, so at this point, they don't realize that there's a growing number of people online that's leaving this religion and they have not done anything wrong. All they did is wake up and examine the facts and got out. OK, so but to this woman who these are her good friends, you know, they're beginning to make her question my character. So now here I am trying to show her that, hey, look, you've been knowing me for 20 years and you know I'm not a bad person. Right. But this Jehovah's Witness is now giving her other information and saying that ain't true. We were at a family reunion and the interesting thing about it was one of my husband's cousins said, you know what? We have a family member that's one of Jehovah's Witnesses, and she is so cool. I mean, she comes to all the family get-togethers, and we have a great time when she's here, blah, blah, blah. And so I want to go get her and then introduce her to you and this and that. And we kept telling her, don't do that. Don't If you're going to introduce us, you can introduce us, but don't mention anything about us being Jehovah's Witnesses. And she was like, oh, no, I told you she's cool. She comes to the get together. She drinks. She has a great time. She and her husband, her family, and we have a great old time. So she decides to go against our better judgment and goes and gets this family member. Now, mind you, we're at a family reunion and this cousin is the only Jehovah's Witness at the family reunion. And so our family member, cousin, my husband's cousin, goes and gets her. And instead of just saying, hey, I want you to introduce you to um, some family that you may not have met yet, blah, blah, blah. She goes into this spiel about JT used to be an elder. So as she was approaching our table and she's getting this information and it's sinking in what she's saying, 
she stops, she stops dead in her tracks. She looks at us and she goes, what is cousin so-and-so doing? She's always doing something, right? And she immediately just stops. And, you know, she was nice enough to say hi, but she backed on away from our table. And we told her, and, and our cousin, she could not believe it. She could not believe that the cousin was not accepting us the way she thought that she was going to do. Okay. And so uh, she said, my God, I'm, I'm just shocked that she would act like this. And we told her, we said, we told you how Jehovah's Witnesses are going to look at us when they find out we're no longer Jehovah's Witnesses. But the caveat, but the, but the big thing about this is she did not tell her that we were not Jehovah's Witnesses. She just said that he used to be an elder. That's all she said. And the woman just lost her mind and was trying to hightail it away from our table. So, at, so you can just about imagine how the rest of the, the evening went where here we are, we're ex-Jehovah's Witnesses. We're walking around realizing that she's snubbing us for the rest of the night, but she's also walking around having a great time with all of the other family. So even though no one else in the room is a Jehovah's Witness but her, she's having a wonderful time because she gets the best of both worlds because she gets to snub us and at the same time still walk around talking to everybody in the family as if she's one of them. See? And so these are the kind of things that you got to deal with when you are dealing with individuals who are telling people about your past and present affiliations. And so this is why I say it's better to keep your business to yourself when it comes to divulging all this information about who you are, what you are and all that kind of stuff. And another issue I know was a, a lay, a sister that went to my mother's congregation some years ago. And her situation was such that she was a, uh, a Jehovah's Witness in so-called good standing and everybody who's a witness knows what that means. But she worked at a group home and at the group home, there was a sister who is this was, who was this fellowship. So she was contemplating quitting her job because she did not want to work in an environment with a, a Jehovah's Witness that had been disfellowship. And so these are the kind of issues that you're faced with all the time when you're dealing with the Jehovah's Witness situation. And it could be very awkward. I mean, it could be very awkward when you're going somewhere and it's just one person. All it takes is one Jehovah's Witness to put a monkey wrench in the whole evening. Uh, you could be a person that could be just at a get together like we were. And now you feel awkward because this person's here acting up. Thank goodness we have been gone long enough to be able to understand that you can't get all bent out of shape because you encounter a Jehovah's Witness and you're thrust into this situation. But these are the kind of things that happen with witnesses. And also you have to realize the fact that this is a teaching moment for people that are not Jehovah's Witnesses because they don't understand the dynamics that are involved and in how Jehovah's Witnesses treat each other when they find out that you no longer attend, okay? So we had one of our family members told us, y'all be nice to so-and-so. All right, there's no need for y'all to be mean to that person, this and that, because that particular family member is another situation. That particular family member is a Jehovah's Witness. And that family member was shunning me and my husband. So the other family member that's very close to this Jehovah's Witness 
was looking at us and telling us to be nice to the Jehovah's Witness. So we had to let him know, you don't understand. It's not us being nice to him. He needs to be nice to us because he's the one that's shunning us. Because this family member was trying to tell us that, you know, everybody should be nice to each other. And everybody should, you know, not be trying to shun each other and all this. But they did not know that Jehovah's Witnesses do not talk to former Jehovah's Witnesses. And so we had to let them know, you can't tell us to be nice to anybody because we're not the one that's being mean to this family member. This family member is shunning us because they belong to a cult. And the reason why they're not talking to us is because their rules and regulations are such that if someone decides that they no longer want to be a Jehovah's Witness, then you need to stop talking to them. So you see how this Jehovah's Witness thing puts a big monkey wrench and makes other people feel uncomfortable because they uh, cannot talk to somebody that is a former member or somebody who's just this fellowship. Because my dif- the difference in me and a person that's this fellowship is I know I'm not going back. But if a person that's this fellowship, they they may still think this is the truth and they may be trying to get back in. You know, but for me, I know I won't be going back, you know. And so these are the kind of things that you got to think about. And every one situation is different. So I'm not trying to tell you what to do, what not to do, because in some situations we did tell people that we are ex Jehovah's Witnesses. And um, one friend of mine told me he was like, if I were you, I would not tell people that I'm an ex witness. He said, because it's going to it's going to play out like this. He said. They're going to be like, child, you know, they are Jehovah's Witnesses. And then you're going to be at some function and people are going to think that you are a witness and they're not going to be a witness and they're going to hate witnesses. And your whole evening is going to be bad because they think that you still are a Jehovah's Witness because somebody don't got it all mixed up saying, oh, you know what? They're Jehovah's Witnesses. So this is just some food for thought when you're thinking about telling people your business, because just like when we were Jehovah's Witnesses, We didn't have to walk around telling everybody that we were a witness, you know, even though the Watchtower told us to do that, because you have to live in your own skin and you have to be the person to go around all these people that's going to treat you bad. Because while the governing body is telling you what to do and what not to do and how to inform people about who you are and who you're not, they're up there at the Bethel compound and they ain't got to deal with none of that, you know? So anyway, this has been Lady C, and I hope these tips were helpful to you and my experience will help you in your decision to determine whether or not you want to tell other people about your past, present experience with Jehovah's Witnesses. If you haven't already done so, make sure you hit that like button if you like this video and subscribe to my channel and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to Hidden Struggles with your host, Lady C. This program was sponsored by Critical Thinkers online at hiddenstruggle.com. Feel free to send an email to info at hiddenstruggle.com and we'll catch you next time on Hidden Struggles. The views and opinions of our guests do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Critical Thinkers.